Welcome to Tiki Central Canada. Ever wonder what's in that cool, refreshing drink that you just have to have on that hot summer's day? Mmm, me too. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He has left society. He has entered Tiki Central with palm trees, beach sand, blue skies, and God, get me a drink now. Here's your hosts, Craig, Paula, and Mark, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe information. Hey folks, and hey, how we doing? It's Craig here from Tiki Central Canada. I'll be your host, your bartender, mixologist, and hopefully information for the hour. We'll see how it goes. And we're at Paula's Palace. Mm-hmm. Yay. The view's getting pretty, isn't it? It's awesome, man. It's amazing out here. God, you know, this is one part in, this, in the city that you don't see. Like, you know, the trees and the snow and uh, this, the whole scenery out here. It's amazing. Didn't so, you guys enjoy seeing the the difference between summer and winter and the whole changing of my backyard? Changing of the guard. I know. It's like, it was like, you know, like you're saying upstairs, like you've got this picture in you, but in your, in your, your a view, it's like a picture, but it changes throughout the year. It's like, yeah. it's, it's amazing. It's, it's pretty cool. beautiful. I love it. So obviously you heard Paula's voice in there. Paula is our cocktail tiki newbie. She is the one that asks the questions that you guys want to ask. And the stupid questions that I want to ask myself. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you, know, you know, coming from Brazil, there's some Canadian tradition she's just not quite sure on. So yeah. uh, we always clarify that for her. And uh, Mark is our tiki expert. He is here. How are we doing, Mark? We're doing okay. Is anyone going to send in your lap yet to say, uh, so here's is my Christmas list there, Santa Claus. Uh <laughs> no, uh, they, well, see, the problem is they don't have one of those uh, mall Santas at the liquor store. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh, LCBO should totally right. have yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All the cashiers look, yes, I would really like to get this year. But Mark, seriously, don't go on red. No. Yeah. Don't go on red this year because... You'll get pulverized. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. yeah, I, right. I can totally see how they would look at you. Any any four-year-old be like, oh! <gasps> It's Santa! Santa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Saint Saint Santa with rum in each hand. Yeah, yeah. that looked really good. How to, how to destroy their images of everything. Anyways, on that note, we want to wish everybody, obviously, happy holidays and that you guys are staying safe. We know that there's going to be some restrictions, obviously, during the holidays for how many people come in your house. So do follow the rules. I know it sucks. Obviously, we all want to have big families around us and all of our friends. Um, example, we at our house, Norma and me are going to be doing some Zoom meetings with some of our friends to have some cocktails and some food with them. So it's a, it's a different kind of Christmas this year. We obviously don't understand that. But uh, do the best you can and uh, stay safe for sure. So let's go on to the show. Yes. And what will we be? I'm anxious to know what drink you pulled out of the hat to do for Christmas. <laughs> no, I didn't do it in the eggnog and I didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Like I wanted something that's a little more tropical. So we're going to do the... Malikiriki Maka Mai Tai. And man, did I ever get that. I, I got on the first take. Bing. <laughs> That's because you're singing it. I know. I, I said to Mark on the way here. We're talking on the way here. And I said, you know what? The only way I'm going to pronounce this correctly is if I sing it. And therefore, it came out correctly. So that's the only way it came out. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, so what it actually is, yes, it is a Christmas song, of course, by Bing Crosby. Um, but also, we wanted to make sure it's something that's original Mai Tai. So we take the original Mai Tai, and we're going to add some things to it to make it more of a Christmas holiday cocktail for you guys. You think it would still 
it, it's still going to be appropriate for a Canadian American well, Christmas. The great thing about Tiki is that it's an oasis, right? So, in the other words, by that is that it can be a snowstorm outside, but you've got your tropical shirt on, you've got the temperature in your house turned up to 90 degrees, and you've got the music playing, and you're drinking your cocktail. Okay. And next thing you know, you're not even thinking about winter anymore. Fair enough. <laughs> it's like, Fair enough. Mark does it on a daily basis. All right. Anyway. Yeah, so, I, I brought in a bunch of sand and I just put. The- <laughs> <laughs> it's very authentic now. <laughs> so it's funny because actually I've been to his house like just briefly there a while ago. And uh, so he's got the tiki bar, which looks amazing, by the way, and all the tiki mugs. I mean, it blows me away. And obviously, if you looked at our newsletter, you'll see there's some tiki mugs featuring in there. But then he's got windows on one side, and I'm like, oh, that's got to suck. <laughs> it's like you're already in this like tiki tropical mode, and then you look over and there's snow. Well, <laughs> like, that's what blinds are for. That's exactly yeah. what blinds are yeah. for. <laughs> yeah, that's why the bar is called Drift Away. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go away, Drift. Right. I see. <laughs> so the phrase uh, Meli Kalikimaka, uh, where does it come from? What does it mean? So it is a phrase in Hawaii that actually means Merry Christmas. So just like the same way, you know, we always say Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays in Hawaii, that is how you would express, you know, Happy Holidays or Merry Christmas to someone. And also, too, like we just mentioned, it is a song by Ben Crosby, a very classical song way back in like the 40s or 50s, I guess. 50s? Yeah, it must be 50s. Yes, it is. Sorry, it's the 50s. So, so, so like it's, it's like wishing a tropical happy Christmas, Merry Christmas. Exactly. So they have their own tropical kinds of ways of saying Merry Christmas. And that's exactly the phrase we'd use. So if you're in Hawaii, you know, you're one of those people like, well, hey, you know what? I think for Christmas, we're just going to go to Hawaii for two weeks and enjoy a little vacation. Then make sure that's the phrase you'd use if you're walking by people or saying Merry Christmas to someone. And if you choose to go a bit more south <laughs> to, to Brazil, just <laughs> did you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so like, hey, what is, what is the phrase for Merry Christmas in Brazil? Feliz Natal. Ah, and so what does it get? What is, how does it translate? Does it actually translate into Merry Christmas? Yes, exactly that. Feliz is happy. Yeah. Uh, Natal is Christmas. Oh, okay. And in Spanish, is Feliz the same. Mm-hmm. Navidad, which is Natal and Christmas. Isn't there a song called that? Nice, Navidad. Yeah. yeah, Feliz Navidad. Exactly. Jose Feliciano. Ah, so there's Feliz another Christmas Navidad. song. Which you hear every year yes. this time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Over and over. No. Yeah, because uh, Mark works at a record store, so uh, that's <laughs> all he hears during the holidays is all the Christmas songs over and over and over. And that's when you have suicides. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I work in the restaurant business. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Sure. You know, yeah. it's funny because like, there's a couple of restaurants that I, that I go to yeah. that I can... I don't know how the waitresses don't shoot themselves because every time I go there like once a week, maybe. And I feel like, oh my God, these songs again, the and same ones. Over you know? and over. It's like the same playlist <laughs> probably plays over and over and over. Exactly. Yeah, forever. Yeah. Well, yeah. Here's yeah. A, here's In high school, I worked at Sears. Yes. Remember Sears? Yeah. Oh, we remember yeah. Sears. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it was the same thing. It was just like, oh my God. And I still hear those same songs today, and it's like, oh my God. <laughs> New songs, please. New songs, please. So uh, now that, that actually intrigues me, because if they Hawaii has their own way of saying happy Merry Christmas or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, Brazil does too, but it's the same thing. 
our Christmas is very similar to you guys' aside from the fact that we don't have snow and it's not a white Christmas and it's a very tropical Christmas. But the customs are kind of the same. Mm -hmm. Do you guys, or does Hawaii do something different? The Malakaliki Maka Hey, way? it's pretty good. There we go. There you go. All right. Did I, did I nail that? Yeah, you did. You nailed that. Okay. Which is funny because I'm using the one that stumbles through it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it sort of has some of the same traditions. Yes, I've actually read some stories about they bring in some fake snow for some people. So they have snow for the for Christmas Day. Uh, but there are some few details that they are different. Such as? Well, so they actually, so if you go way back in time, before Hawaiians actually celebrate Christmas, the, the Christmas that we know today, they had a festival that was named Makaheka, which lasted actually four months. Wow. Well, see, see, that's four a Four months. That's, that's like half a of party. the year. Yeah. And the good thing about it during that whole time is that there's no wars. All wars are forbidden. And so the season basically still has the essence of peace and goodwill to men. What wars? Who are they warring? It was each island. They, <laughs> what? It wasn't they, all the Hawaiian islands had different kings and different. Okay. Right. So they'd always just war with each other. Oh. And it okay. wasn't until the great king Kamehameha put them, banded all the uh, kingdoms together. Oh. Ah, see, we're learning something new here. So he was like an emperor, basically, yeah. of the island. Well, yeah, I think, well, the major reason was he was able to get his hands on some guns, whereas nobody else had the guns. So ha. Ha. That always works that way, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It always works that way. Whoever has the big, most guns wins the war. <laughs> but all the big statues you see in Hawaii with a guy with his hands up in the air, that's King Command. I haven't been there oh, yet. No, but you see the photos. They'll, they'll show you. The but it's in the bucket list for next year. For yeah. Is it? Well, it's a good bucket. Yeah. There we go. I would go back there in a minute. Well, not right now, but I would go back in a minute. <laughs> that's right. Now, I have a question then. So, okay, the, the statue you're talking about, have you ever seen the original, not, sorry, not the original, but the new version of Hawaii Five-0. Have you watched any of the Hawaii Five-0? Yeah, no, not since, um, yes, but I have, yes. Okay, so there's a statue at the very beginning. Yes. So that's the statue you're talking about. Yes. Okay, cool. No, because like in, in the new version of Hawaii Five-0, there's, um, at the very end of the, the intro, they're showing the, the police station, basically, where these guys are all working. And there's a statue in front where he's got the hand up, like you said. And so, oh, very, I did not know that. Yeah, so, that's right in front of the, uh, the, uh, the old What's state. What's the 5-0 mean? Um, the it's department. It's huh? code. It's code for police. Yeah, there's all kinds of uh, all stuff in there. Like, for instance, one of the characters is called, uh, the actor is called Cam Fong, and the character's name is Chin Ho. And so it's Cam Fong is Chin Ho. Chin Ho was actually a great um, builder of hotels in um, Honolulu. So they're gi giving homage to uh, uh, this builder from one of the, the hotels. Actually, at the very beginning, the original 5-0, uh, McGarrett's standing on this building. And the helicopter's flapping his pants. Any rate, the um, <laughs> yeah, that hotel, the, the original uh, Chin Ho actually built that. That's very cool. Now it's the Hilton. Now they show the Hilton. Yeah, they show. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. I know. So also, so let's go back to some more facts about this. So 1858, way way back, Santa Claus arrived in Hawaii for the first time at the Washington Place, which is now the governor's residence, and that's where he handed out gifts. And what do they do for food there? Do they have turkey? Uh, so they do have some things that are familiar to ours, but they don't have turkey. What they have is roast pork, sushi, which is kind of cool, and coconut pudding instead of like apple pie or pumpkin pudding that we do. I've never had pudding, coconut pudding. Have anyone had coconut pudding? Yeah. You've right. had coconut pudding? Yes. It's, it's pretty big for us too. Wow. <laughs> I can make you. It's easy. So that'd be really cool. I would like to see a coconut pudding. I guess it's like, kind of like a lemon meringue pie without the meringue. Is that what I'm thinking? Yeah. 
or well, like a pumpkin without pie. the crust. Yeah, yeah. like a butterscotch tart there, but it's going to be white. Ah, okay. Yeah. It's, Is it really sweet? No, it's it's uh, coconut. It's as sweet as your pumpkin pie. Oh, okay, cool. It's kind of like that. It's not going to be too sweeter than that. There we go. Of course, you can you can make it sweeter or not, right? Mm-hmm. But. And also, yeah, speaking about pumpkin pie, so Paula tried for the first time ever yes. pumpkin pie I brought over for her. Oh, that, that was your gift? Yes. Well, oh, I thought they were both gift. from, from Mark. <laughs> like, no, no, I brought that over. I brought oh, that over. Oh, no. thank you, Craig. Yeah, yeah, so you've never tried. So what was your, your, your thoughts on pumpkin pie? I love it. It's very, very nice. I love the texture. I love the everything about it. And it's light, right? You can eat like very. slice after slice after slice. Easily. <laughs> Although I didn't. <laughs> she resisted. Yeah. That's right. No, I brought over the other present. Yes, the Coke. Yeah, that's right. Mm. What was, what, yeah, but what kind of Coke though? Coca Cola was it? Oh my God, he brought me uh, an original. Well, sorry to everyone else that has <laughs> Coke, but to me, the original Coke is the Coke that comes in a glass bottle and is made from the sugar cane right. down from down under where I'm from. <laughs> yeah, it was Mexican. Like, yeah, some of the grocery stores actually have it around here. Yeah, it's actually so it only comes in four packs. So at our house, when you know we were watching TV or something like that, and someone goes, "Well, I want a Coke." You're not going to have that one. No. You're going to have the regular one in the can, okay? So when do you use that one? <laughs> if we're doing cocktails or, you know, if I buy a four-pack and we're going to be outside in the backyard on a nice hot day and see in the pool or something, then I'll do that. You use it to mix with, with booze? Oh, yeah, yeah. You can tell the difference. Have a rum and coke with that oh, yeah. compared to having a regular rum and coke. It's completely different. Completely In- different. Indeed. 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 <laughs> well, it's completely different. I alone. knew it was eventually going to yeah. come out. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. The, that By with the rum itself. and coke, a good, uh, a nice amber rum or a dark rum with that coke. Well, I really loved it. Where Where did you say you get it again? A major department store or a grocery store. Grocery store. Yes, grocery store. Superstore is where I got mine from. Yeah. Which exactly, one yeah. though? Maryville. Maryville and Baseline. Or Vaseline, if you pronounce it properly. Really? <laughs> Vaseline? What is that? Vaseline? Baseline. Oh, baseline. Oh, yeah. You ever have that when you do GPS? I got, okay. It's, it's, so I know we also are American friends, you know, are listening. But it's nothing hilarious that I'm doing GPS on my phone. I give me directions to somewhere. And it hits a French name, like especially on the Quebec side. Oh. It just butchers it like oh, so bad. It's awesome. <laughs> you should see the like, GPS all, in English when when we go to Brazil. Yeah, and I don't change it to Portuguese. Oh, poor thing! My my waist <laughs> goes. It's like she goes cuckoo. Yeah, she I'm is sure. just trying to say the things, and she's struggling. <laughs> <laughs> or vice versa. When I lived in Brazil, I would come to the States and I would yeah. turn it on and she would try to say the, la- the the words in English. It was hilarious too. But now I, I did something better. My GPS now speaks British English to me. Oh, British English. Yes. Oh, I oh. got super tired of the <laughs> of the voices in American English. I gave up. So now she's British. Now, does it sound like uh, because they're British and superior to us, uh, does it sound like they're actually telling you what you're doing and you, you should have known this in the first place? Now, you have to turn up here. Turn up. No. 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 Now. No, I, I think it'd be more, I think it'd be more polite. Like, cheerio, chair. Need to turn left at the next one, right? In 500 meters. Yeah, that's right. Please turn left. Uh, make a left. <laughs> it's like... like it sounds like the royal queen is telling you where to go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, but I respect her for it. No, hey, I, that like, sounds kind of cool. I do it willingly because she she 
she sounds very knowledgeable in what she's telling me to do. It's that's, true. You that's hear good. she's British. Yeah. That's right. So they seem knowledgeable. Like See, they know what they're it, doing. It just it just has a, a thing to it that makes me want to follow her instructions. Back to the drink. Yes, back to the drink. Duh. <laughs> that's exactly what we're doing. We're going back to the drink. And okay, Craig, finally tell us what's in your Waikiki Cheerio <laughs> by Thai. Melancholikimika. <laughs> that. There we go. <laughs> I love it for once. The tables have turned. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> so, uh, just let you guys know this recipe will make two drinks. Um, unless you're Mark, this makes one really big drink. Uh, just, you know, clarification of that. What? That's all we need. The person might be thirsty. This is true. Okay. So, if you're like Mark, this will make one drink. But for the rest of us, this will make two drinks. Okay, so you're going to use two ounces of golden rum, and that could be any one of your rums that you want to use it's gold. Uh, two ounces of spiced rum. Again, same thing. Spiced rum, any spiced rum you want to use. One ounce of orange carousel. If you don't have orange carousel, you can use triple sec or Cointreau. You will see some variations in that, though. Uh, so anyway, one ounce of orge, um, two ounces of lime juice. So you're seeing, we're seeing sweet, we're seeing tart, we're seeing sweet, we're seeing tart. So those are basically the same things as a Mai Tai. So now we're going to add on to that. We're going to add an ounce and a half of pineapple juice, one ounce of cranberry, half ounce of simple syrup. Now this next ingredient, if you don't have it, don't panic. Six to eight drops of tiki bitters. I just actually ordered it on uh, Cocktail Emporium. So they do have a website, so we'll put that in the links. But if you don't, just use regular bitters. But do be careful on how many drops you put in there. Because What's the difference between that and normal bitters, though? It's I found it's when I tried it, it's a little more barky. Like it's got a little more oak to it, a little more cloves to it. I can actually taste the cloves and the bark in there. So it's a little different. I see. Yeah. And then one ounce of dark rum. So there you see, it sort of starts off with the basic recipe to a Mai Tai, and then we're adding stuff to it. So do you shake this one? Do you stir it? What do you do? I'm going to shake and build this bad boy. You're going to really? shake and build. Build, I know. We're doing two things at the same time. Oh, no. This could get, <laughs> this could get complicated. Nope. Yeah, I, I feel I feel like it's going to be a, a, a... We're back to tiki drinks. A work. Yeah, we've had a few weeks of... Um, Non-tiki. Yeah, just yeah. building drinks. So we're back to where... Pro- proper cocktails, as it were. Maybe That's it right. was because of the rum. The rum tasting made him, yeah, go back <laughs> to the flavors. I know. I also wanted something as tiki for Christmas. I thought you know, it'd be really cool. Well, thank you. Yes, we missed tiki. Oh, we missed tiki. Yes, Aww. the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> okay, so explain to us how will we be shaking and building? Okay, so what you're gonna do is you get get two large rock glasses. And you get to fill those with crushed ice, which Paula has here, and Mark has been going to town on all day long now. Uh, she's like, he's like, it's amazing. It makes crushed ice. It makes crushed ice from your fridge. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Mark will never leave the kitchen again. Um, so anyways, you can do is you're going to take the gold rum and the spice rum, and you're going to split that between the two glasses. Okay. Now, the rest of the ingredients, except for the dark rum, you're going to put that into a shaker and with ice, and you're going to shake that until chilled. And then what you're going to do is you're going to strain that into the two glasses that you have. So where's the dark rum? So the dark rum now. So now we've added the rum. You've added all the other ingredients. You've shaken them up and strained them into the glass. Now we're going to float the dark rum on top. Oh, God, the floating. The floating process. We will put a link under, guys, for how to float. We've done that before, so we'll make sure you guys know exactly how to do that. It's not that complicated. You're just going to have a spoon with you, and you're good to go. Cool. Do we garnish this drink? Of course we're going to garnish this now. This is a pretty extravagant garnish. I'm not going to argue with that. 
but we'll break it down for you guys. So the garnish is going to be a pineapple wedge, a sugared cranberry skewers. It's going to be a candy cane swizzle stick and a large sprink of mint. And then it says serve immediately, if not sooner. Uh, I don't know about that because you want the sugar, you want the candy cane to kind of, you know, get a bit of the, t- the you want some of the sugar cane to go into the drink. So you want to make sure that, you know, it, it's in there long enough that it actually becomes part of the drink. What kind of cup are you using for this? Because I feel like if this is like a Collins glass. Yeah. This is too much information to be on top. <laughs> like, where do you it's, sip from? It's, it's a tropical thing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yes, it's, it's almost like it. Imagine it's all of force. these things around this this top of this glass. Yes, you you can't fit your face, your mouth. Yeah, you're definitely gonna need a straw. That's for sure. So, <laughs> no, this is the rocks glass, which is the uh, sh- a wider, short, shorter one, sh- shorter squatter one. Yeah. The 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 whiskey one. Yeah, like you've yeah. got upstairs, the ones I gave you. Okay. The, the, yeah. the double rocks glass. Mm-hmm. Um, so this sounds like, um, does it have to be this fancy? No, so the garnish doesn't need to be this fancy. I know it's a lot of stuff there. This is basically the, the recipe that they have on the line, and I'll send you guys a link for that. The one thing that I would take from all this, though, is the candy cane uh, swizzle stick. Because, like I said just previously here, it's going to make an effect on the drink. Like we talked about before with the cinnamon stick on our apple cider show. That the longer that sits in there, the more it's going to take effect to the drink. All the rest of that stuff that we talked about for the garnish is just more decorative. It's more tropical and just makes it look, you know, wow, eye candy-like. But the one thing that's going to make a difference for sure is that sugar, that candy cane. That would look look very festive. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And and then it will look Christmassy too. Oh, yeah. yeah, Especially with the, the sugar cranberry skewer. So basically it's a bunch of cranberries on a skewer with sugar wrapped around them, like kind of been rolled in sugar. So it looks really cool. See, but those would probably have the same effect as the apples from the cider drink, right. too. You could drink those. You could eat those afterwards. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so maybe put some cranberries in there and away you go. I've never actually eaten a cranberry. <laughs> really? really? I mean, like... Like, yeah. No? I think me wow. neither. I like blackberries. Yeah. Not I don't cranberries. Think I, I've had cranberries that are cooked or dried and juiced or whatever. I don't think I've actually... Oh, cranberry. Like oh. from, from the, the tree. Yeah. Or you mean at you know, the grocery store, a bag of cranberries. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Do you have to Me boil? Me neither. Yeah, no. You're no, no. supposed to boil them and don't do anything? No, them? I'm sure you can eat them straight off the bush, like with the blackberries or the blueberries. Yeah. But or what you do, and like my grandfather, my grandfather would do, is like you put cranberries in a bowl and a little bit of milk and a little bit of sugar. Really? And you eat them that way. Mm-hmm. Like frosted flakes? Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Cran in a bowl. And... <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if you could do if you could do blackberry skewers in this drink. You could, because I, I love blackberries. I that would, you that, can do anything. Did you know? Are you I not? did not. There oh. we go. So since we've been mentioning the <laughs> Malikimiki Maka, anyway, since we mentioned this uh, cocktail as the title of the drink, we also know it as a song as well. And so we figured that maybe we'll give you guys some facts about this famous Christmas song. And so what it is that we all see tie, for me anyways, it ties into a very festive thing that we do every Christmas at my house on Christmas Eve. We all sit down in our PJs and watch the Christmas Vacation starring Chevy Chase. And so in this movie, this song comes out of the movie several times throughout the movie. So anyways, yeah, so it does have some ties for me to a very special Christmas movie. If you ever have a chance to watch Christmas Vacation, if you've never seen it before, definitely give it a a shot because it's, it's a pretty funny movie. I think for me, what it is about the Christmas movie is that, and I was just mentioning it to Mark on the way here, was that it's 
we all have our families come over for Christmas or we have relatives come over for Christmas and some of us have really big Christmas. Some of these people I know have 20 people over for Christmas dinner and uh, some people stay over for a few days, whatever. So Christmas being this very festive and supposed to be this happy event sometimes turns into a nightmare, you know, with your relatives or your friends or the dinner itself or anything at all. And so this movie, what it does, it kind of over-exaggerates some of those things like, you know, the in-laws come over and they're complaining about, you know, whatever's going on. Uh, the two kids have to sleep together in the same room and they don't want to do that. The dinner, you know, ends up being a bust. The turkey ends up being super dry and falling apart. Everything that could go wrong goes wrong. Exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of funny in that way when you're watching it because if you've ever had that situation where you've had a whole bunch of relatives over at your house and it turns into somewhat of a nightmare... Then, uh, you know, first of all, I know like Mark and me, we probably we resort to a cocktail. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> the bottle of rum comes out and it's like, well, it's going to be a festive season no matter what happens now. <laughs> um, and so it's what's funny about that movie is that it's, it basically over-exaggerates all the situations, you know. Have you guys ever had uh, a tough Christmas like with relatives and things like that? I mean, where you're just like, oh my God, this is like above and beyond what I thought it was going to be. Oh, well, for me, it's like I got a really small family. So, any more than five people is that for me. But we've had a number of people over and over the years. And yeah, you get used to it the first couple of times. It's like the movie. Yeah. But you do it a few times, you, you get her down. Yeah. Well, there's always that uncle you don't see for the entire year except for that one time of the year, right? It's like, oh, yeah, I saw you last year at this time. Yeah. And he always stands in the doorways. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you, why can't you stand over there? No, no, he's got to stand there. Right there, right in the doorway. Or you want to get by him. Yeah, exactly. Man, oh man. (laughs) I think for me, I haven't had, I've become the mother of the house, you know, like I've always been the kid. Yeah. So my parents are divorced. So I would have the 24th with five during the day with my mom's family. So I'm the one going to their homes and, and, you know, Christmas. Uh, So I'm pretty sure like this year, well, last year, you know, we had Christmas with the kids here, but it was yeah. very small. Yeah. But next year, I think is going to be the fun one because that's when Justin's um, brother comes home from Germany with his family. So, you know, I can have them over and then Justin's mom and stuff like that and maybe get my mom to come from Brazil and have a bigger Christmas. That that might be fun. We'll, ch- we'll check in with you t- next year. How's okay. that? <laughs> <laughs> the same time next year. Why do I have a feeling it's going to come over next year at this exact same time and she's going to have a bottle of rum in her hand going, man, Craig, only if you knew. <laughs> I've heard that, actually. Okay, so where did the song come from, though? Okay, so we all know it to be a Bing Crosby song. who sings the song for us. But he actually didn't create it. It was actually written by a guy named R. Alex Anderson in 1949, and he's an American composer who's been born and lived most of his life in Hawaii. So Bing Crosby is a very frequent visitor of his. They're really good friends, and also his golf partner. Of course, you know, you're in Hawaii, you got to have a golf partner. That's almost a requirement, I think, if you move to Hawaii, right? Must golf. Anyway, so Anderson played the song to Crosby, who liked it so much that he surprised Anderson with it on his 1950 recording. And in 1955, the song became part of Crosby's famous com- compilation album, Merry Christmas. Now, according to Anderson's daughter, Pam, the family still receives revenue every year around this time from around the world just for his songs. Pamela Anderson? 
Oh, I didn't catch that. That's hilarious. I don't think it's that Pamela Anderson. I don't think so. She's Canadian. Um, but she's no. Canadian. Yeah, Pamela Anderson. Yeah, she's the, Canadian. The big boob one. Yes. No way. Yes. <gasps> she was. She was. Actually, you know how she was discovered? She was discovered at a, stank, a Calgary Stampede football game when they put her on the the big screen, and some guy goes, "Oh my God, she needs to be in a commercial." <laughs> That's how she was discovered. I am shocked. Yep. That's how she was discovered. Wow. So, to me about Christmas songs, Mark, what is your favorite Christmas song? Um, I like the old traditional ones. Like, I like the old Holy Night. It's uh, it's like an almost, it can be operatic if it can be, but really good singers really just, it just warms the cockles of your heart Aww. when you hear it properly. <laughs> and if they don't sing it properly, it just makes you want to cry. <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing worse when you hear a classical song and then they've modernized it. It's like, oh, yeah. why, why, why? Indeed. Paula, and for you, Paula, what's your favorite uh, Christmas song or so far you've come across? I like the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer <laughs> one. There you go, classic. I like, well, Jingle Bells is obviously a mm-hmm. classic in multiple languages. Another cool Christmas song. I like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Actually, that's going to go on my playlist now, for sure. Uh, for me, it's um, uh, Grandma Got Run Over by Reindeer, uh, which is not a traditional song, but it's, it's actually originally, uh, well, one of the original people's song, it was uh, the Irish Rovers, which is a Canadian band. Uh, and the other one is, it's called Church Bells, which deals with Snoopy chasing down the Red Baron, which is a classical song. And who's it done by? You remember we talked about that? The Royal Guardsmen. Royal Guardsmen. So if you guys want to check it out, it's called The Royal's Guardsmen. It's called Church Bells. And the song is really cool. It's basically about Snoop, Snoopy, who I, I grew up with. Like I always had a Snoopy in my in my room all the time, chasing down the Red Baron. And for Christmas, they both have their peace, you know, where they're not fighting. And then, of course, they take off to fight for another day. And it's a really cool song. It's got a really good story to it. And uh, yeah, so that's my Christmas song. Yeah, that, that also, that's an example of my garbage pail memory. I can remember the Royal Guardsman, but I can't remember what I had for breakfast. You know? <laughs> it's, funny it's just like there's stuff in there. Way. There's stuff in there that I just don't need. <laughs> but yeah, oh, Royal Guardsman. There we go. It's in there. Yeah. Well, no, it's hilarious. Like I sent this to Nora the day, so I couldn't remember. Like I was like you, like they, they were, were driving down the street, whatever. And I, I couldn't remember what I ate that day for breakfast, like you said. But then a song came on that I haven't heard in like 30 years, and I knew the word for word. And she looks at me and she's like, "How do you?" I'm like, "I don't know." I really don't know. It just it's in there somewhere, stored away and waiting to come out somewhere. And uh, it's the strangest thing. Like you know, like I said, you know, especially when you get older and older, it's like it's funny how like you remember certain things, but then you can't remember like yesterday what happened yesterday. So it's like, what the hell? You've got mail. Woohoo! Mailbag. This mm-hmm. actually is our last mailbag of the year. So we want to thank everyone for actually for sending in letters all throughout the year to us. And this, sure. this particular letter comes from Hannah. Thank you, Hannah. We are coming into the holiday season, and I have to give the Christmas toast at my family's house. I would like to know if there are any customs or tips to toasting at a meal. Ah, oh, that's a good question. A good question. And actually, when I get around this year, people do toast. Um, you know, they'll ask me about that. Or even at the bar. It's funny when, when people do shots and stuff like this, you know, and it's like, cheers. I always say salute. And everyone loves that. For some strange reason, like, you know, instead of saying cheers when they do a shot, saying salute for some strange reason, they just like, ah, salute. And it's like more festive. You want to know something interesting? What's that? Um, so in Portuguese, health is saúde. Ah. Cheer. Yeah. We say saúde. Ah. 
So, just, so it is you are you're wishing health to the other person while you're you know uh-huh. toasting. There you go. So you say saúde, you glasses up, saúde, saúde, saúde. Cheers. Instead of saying just cheers, we say saúde. Yeah. Oh, okay. There Offering you go. health. So that's where I think the salute ah, so is. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, that was I a, used to have a really horrible time public speaking. I've gotten over it. The um, And so finally, I was had to do about five best man things in a row. So finally, I actually did a slideshow. Ah. So I could talk. The attention wouldn't be on me. It'd be on the slideshow. It would be on the slideshow. <laughs> so right? Hannah... Get yeah. yourself a slideshow. Yeah, but no, she may not be have issues with public speaking. This is for other people. Yes. As well. And uh, so the uh, the attention was diverted over there, and I could speak and say whatever I want because I didn't feel people were staring at me. Right, right. And right. That, is, like, that is the pressure of actually doing a toast because, um, you know, not so much at Christmas time, but we're doing a wedding because at weddings, you don't know everybody there. Yeah. They're strangers. So it's like, oh, God, I don't know how this is going to go over right. And you can, if you do a bad toast at a wedding, yeah, that's going to stick forever. Like, that's not something that goes away. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. That's why so, I yeah. didn't have any. <laughs> you better just make sure everyone's drunk. So that doesn't really matter that. Point, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, because there's also, you, you can't um, toast without an actual drink, which I do wrong all the time. Oh, yes, that's right. This I'm is not very supposed true. to. Yes, you're supposed to have a glass in front of you with a glass of drink in it. Uh, the drink that typically should be in it actually is wine or spirits. Yeah. So not beer, not pop. That's true. Nor uh, water. Nor water even. Yeah. Well, there are some places I've read that actually water is okay. Like well, Italy does it. Italy does water or wine. So that's their tradition. Um, but actually, the word toasting goes all the way back to when wine and spirits were not uh, drinkable. And so, yes, you actually would throw a piece of toast in your drink. So then it was a little more, had a little more flavor. Oh, did not know that. See, but how that. was it toast, though? I thought you needed a toaster to make toast out of bread. Yeah, the oh, idea of toasting. the oven. You toast stuff in the oven. Oh. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. See, there you go. I see. Anyways, yeah, so the, basically what it was is that the wine and spirits were not of high quality, so then you would throw a piece of toast in there to uh, make it a little more flavorable, a little more uh, understanding. So toasting, obviously, is a general tradition and uh, custom, but it can get, go into a negative effect. So in several European countries, eye contact is a must and, maintained during, and also must be maintained during the entire toast. 100%. If not, the spiritual and bad luck penalties can be harsh. So according to a European thing I read, if you break eye contact during toast, you will suffer seven years of bad sex. In Brazil, it's the same exact thing. <laughs> oh, boy. Same thing. Bad sex? Bad sex for seven years or no sex at all. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, yes, yeah, so make sure you keep eye uh, yeah. So, Hannah, make sure you keep eye contact during yeah. the entire process. That is obviously important. Now. And you have important. to take a sip after it. Yes. Before you put it down on the table. That's correct. Yes. Um, that will prevent the sex making also. Exactly. Uh, in Ukraine, this is a kind of a weird one I found. At weddings in Ukraine, it is actually custom for a guest to steal one of the bride's shoes during celebration and do a toast from the shoe. Now, obviously, they, they take a glass and add it to the shoe, so they drink it from the glass, not from the literally from the shoe. But it actually is a custom in Ukraine at a wedding to drink from the shoe of the bride. Um, so some cool topics to cover during a toast obviously during the holiday season is, okay, so we're going to go through these. So good health and prosperity. Friendship is another good one. Love. Drinking with happiness and good life. Happiness and wisdom. I, I know some friends that definitely need that. Um, <laughs> 
Mark's like, I'm, I'm already there already, so it's all good. That's, that's um, good. It's all good. And of course, most important because you're during the holidays is family and time together. So Hannah, my suggestion to you is to make sure that you, when you write this up for your speech, family and time together, uh, friendship, love, health and prosperity, and drinking and some good times. I think that would probably be well-rounded all the way around. Yeah. Yeah. And, you, and you can make it, you know, tight, like a five-minute thing. Talk. She's got, like, little cue cards. Okay, so anyways, um, part of my speech here. Uh, oops, my cards are in, out of order. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, try to avoid the cards if you can. <laughs> it's like, you, it's like you, a little too good. <laughs> yeah, you, you tend to rely on them, and then you start reading them, and you go, I can't read my writing, and then you have to, uh, <laughs> Oh, jeez. Anyway, Hannah, hopefully that answers your question. And that is our last mailbag of the year. So that is our show, folks. And I hope there's a lot of information on there for you guys for the holidays. And I hope that everyone's going to be safe and uh, have a good time during the holidays. Are we going to take a two-week vacation after? I think we're going to take a two-week vacation. We usually do around this time of year because there's just a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, for sure. And uh, also, we all have separate plans for Christmas. So we don't want to you know, try to cross over and those. And New Year's. And New Year's, yeah. Well, New Year's for us, pretty well, you know, we do. We get Chinese food. And uh, we literally sit in PJs and watch movies. That's that's outside New Year's. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Well, no, we're past that time of going out and, you know, whatever. You know, I used to do it all the time. I used to, when I first came back to Canada, actually, I would go to uh, Maxwell's, which is a bar downtown. And I'd park my car. And for the first time, only during the entire year, I actually would cab home because I don't drink a lot. So, but I knew for New Year's that there would be a lot of drinking going on and champagne, which champagne does hit me a little quicker, a little faster. So I would park my car and literally like take a cab home. That is a, you guys don't really do anything for New Year's. It's a very stay at home, watch movie type thing. It's minus 40 out there. Exactly. <laughs> <It's right. laughs> but it, it could be a fantastic celebration. Like yes. there's yes. so many in Brazil. It's, it's fantastic. Like it's so yeah. much fun. Yeah. We have so many traditions for New Year's. And I feel like you, you guys miss out so much because it's minus 40 outside. Yeah, it's true. you know, so like he, they are used to traveling. Yeah, very close to this time of the year. So one one time, I wish you guys, you know, move it up, move it up a bit. Well, maybe we will. You know, I mean, we've talked about going down there for months, for a couple months, actually at a time. Because it's, a week it's or two. such a nice experience, yeah, yeah. especially before you guys are like Mark, you know, old and tired. <laughs> it's true. Mark's like, oh, That's man. True. Thanks for pointing it out to me. <laughs> although, although Craig, let's be realistic yes. here, the two of us. Yes. Here between you and I. Yeah. He's the one that is partying way more than you and I. Oh, totally. Like yeah, him yeah. and Linda. Oh, yeah. They're all <laughs> over the damn place rolling around when they're drunk. I love those two. I know. They seize awesome. the day way more than us. So I make fun of him. Yes. But in the end of the day, he's like, huh, you can make fun of me. Well, think about it. Every time he goes to a tiki bar, it's exactly. a two-day adventure. It's like. Exactly. The man not me. <laughs> is seizing the day. He's carpeting the shit out of us. <laughs> it's You true. know, we're yes. here making fun of him because we're a little younger than him. I'm sure you must be going absolutely crazy because you haven't been traveling for a year. Like, you must be going absolutely cuckoo, going, I need to travel. Yeah. I mean, the last time we actually did anything, Tiki was, well, last May. Yeah. Wow. See? So, it's been a while. I know. It's a long yeah, time. it's been a long time. That's why I'm tikiing at home. That's, that's right. He's like me. He's got the tiki bar at home. I know I got a heater. I'm going to sit by my tiki bar, even if it's minus 40. That's okay. I'll come over some rum and we'll have to make some Mai Tais there, Mark. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, on, anyway, on that note, let's tell everybody who we are. Who we are, are we? www.tikicentralcanada.ca or .com 
There you go. And on that page, you will see the uh, all the smush and mush and details of all this rest of this episode. Um, and also to the recipe to this episode. Um, I also will throw some links in there for like, how to float. Uh, we've talked about that and a couple of other things as well. Uh, also, too, we do have a recipe and episode page. It's very easy to navigate through that. You'll see you just have to click on the link and away you go. Uh, we do have our subscribe page. So do give to, you know, this is a Christmas carol. You know, donate so we can go get our turkey. Please! <laughs> I haven't got the turkey yet for the crew here yet. So, uh, you know, if you guys chip in, maybe we, uh, you know, we'll be able to get the turkey. <laughs> That's it. Oh, especially the cranberries. Yes. The cranberries yeah, you have want, to be you want there. That, yeah, you want yeah. that can. Uh, <laughs> what do you, what do you call Ribbed. it? Mold. The, the, can, yeah, the yeah. cranberry mold. It's the a, mold yeah, of yeah, cranberry. Exactly, yeah. Please. Yeah, exactly. We do have a cool links page. There's lots of information on there for you guys, of course. And then we also have Mark's Adventures. Yes. So I guess we'll have to see in the new year. Well, you've got such a history of Mark Adventures tiki bars that I'm sure we'd be fine for another year or two, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I haven't even uh, talked he, about any of the motels or anything like that. He's, he's just going to have to like dig into that brain of his and recap all what's going on. It's like. <laughs> oh, I know. But no, we got lots left. <laughs> there you go. Cool. Anyway, folks, so we're going to go off. So have yourself a happy, happy holidays and Merry Christmas to everybody and Happy New Year's because we will not be back till the new year. And uh, please be safe. And uh, that's it for us. We're going to go off and make some Christmas drinks. I know yes. we're going to make another Mai Tai. Meli Kaleki Maka. There to we go. Every, and to everyone. Aloha. Feliz Natal. Merry Christmas to everyone and Happy New Year. Well, I don't know about you, but I got informed. Guys, hey, guys, where's my drink? Are you actually having trying to have a serious conversation about flying a reindeer? No. <laughs> I'm trying to have a serious conversation. Oh, my God. Because he was like, the, the reindeers yeah. and the sleigh, it has to be winter. I would just like to say mahalo to everyone who tuned into the podcast over the past year. I wish everyone, as they say in Hawaii, melakaliki maka mika ohole maka kikiho, or Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I hope that 2021 is the best year yet to all of you. And here's from us, my family, and Tiki Central family, wishing you all happy 2021 and beautiful holidays. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays, everybody, from Craig here at Tiki Central Canada. Hope you guys had a great year. We want to thank you guys for listening to us. And I hope that we brought you guys some fun, some entertainment, and some information. And we can't wait to start a new year with you guys. So happy holidays, stay safe, and we're looking forward to seeing you guys in 2021. Cheers. Cheers.